Welcome to Style Class Podcast with me, Rose Jubb, wardrobe stylist. I've created Style Class so women can learn to style themselves to achieve their goals. Style is for everyone, and I'd love to teach you how to use it to your advantage. I've inspired and helped thousands of women to find what fits their bodies just as they are, increase their confidence, and set their goals higher. So let's get to class. Hello, everybody. Happy Thursday evening when I'm recording this. Um, It's nice and dark out, bedtime's over, so if you hear a clink now and then, it might be because I'm having a glass of wine, and I am not going to edit that out because that is real life. So (laughs) let's get down to it. This week, I would love to talk about a question that I was asked during the Vancouver Women's Show by a new listener who actually took a picture with me, and it was the sweetest thing ever. I was like, this is the first time somebody's... (laughs) recognizing me from doing my podcast and wanted a picture with me. It was so sweet. Um, And now in hindsight, it was so dorky because I made a stand in in front of my sign. So it almost because my face is on the sign and it kind of looked like there was three of us in the picture. (laughs) What a nerd I am. But uh, she asked a really great question because so many of my clients, and I've spoke about this before, are in some sort of transition or have just gone through this big life change and now they don't know where their style or where clothing kind of lands on them because of these changes. Um, Whether it's motherhood because just our bodies shift around a lot when you have a kid or when you carry a kid Um, or maybe a career change or graduating from high school or college or uh, going back to school to get a new degree or retirement or changing businesses, starting your own business, weight gain, weight loss, illness, all these things can change your life so significantly Um, either in the way you're to actually change your body or um, change your outlook and change your goals to the way to the point that you need your closet to shift with you and to the point where what you currently have feels either inauthentic or like it's not quite adding up to where you want to go. So it was so good for her to ask this question. And that was when somebody's transitioning in their life, what is your biggest advice to them. And I had to think about it for a second because it's kind of a big question. Um, But I think my biggest advice to to when you go through a big change in life, um, because I believe what this um, gal was going through is she went back to school and got this advanced degree, this really cool degree. And now she's kind of starting this new path. Um, And it's a completely different direction. Now, instead of like, she's gone through this graduate degree and this graduate program. And now all the clothes that she was wearing before don't exactly, you know, during your studying days, they don't exactly fit your professional days. If you're starting a business and want people to trust you and think you're knowledgeable and all that good stuff, like you actually have to kind of dress the part, right? Um, Until they know you. Um, because that first three seconds is so important. So my biggest advice is I, I came home and I looked back on it and I really thought about it. And I thought about my clients that go through this and it is to trust your gut more than you do. 
because women hire me and I I hope this doesn't keep people from hiring me because it's still really good and it's really fun and I can show you lots of tricks that you wouldn't know otherwise. Um, but most people have a kind of instinct about what looks good on them and what doesn't. When I ask them questions, when they say, when they come out of the dressing room saying, does this look good? I will often be like, well, how do you feel in it? What do you think about it? Um, kind of trying to teach them to trust their gut about things because just because a professional is standing there, it doesn't mean, I mean, it's personal style. It's personal. You know yourself best. You know what you feel confident in. You know when you look in the mirror if you feel great in something or not. And if you don't feel good in it, it doesn't matter if I say, oh, this is very trendy. It's a great color on you. Feel this fabric. Isn't it wonderful? If you don't like it, you are not going to feel confident in it. If you don't feel confident in it, it's not going to translate into your personal style. You'll never wear it. You, you'll just like make excuses not to wear it or buy anything like it ever again. It doesn't really matter at the end of the day. I can teach you lots of tips and tricks. And often what happens um, is you know, women will say, oh, I never would have tried that, but I love it. And that's why you hire a stylist, because we push you out of your comfort zone a little bit here and there, you know, with the right amounts. <laughs> We're not going to make you cry in a dressing room over a blouse. And we don't want that. But we do want to push you enough where you're like, oh, I would never have tried that if you wouldn't have pushed me to do it. And I love it. I want 15 of these in every color, whatever it is, a blouse, pants, whatever it is. Um, so my biggest advice is when you're going through this change, whatever that change is, um, trust your gut a little bit more. Um, I think number two would be actually think about the goals and what has changed in your life and where you're going. Because if you don't know where you're going, you don't know where to kind of aim your closet. You're not really sure what the woman looks like in five years that, you want to be and that's how you should be dressing now is that successful version of yourself five years from now that's how you should be dressing we've talked about that in a prior podcast and I can totally link that in the show notes but that's how you should be dressing and if you don't sit down and think about those things before you start shopping um, even maybe before you clean out your closet because you don't want to get rid of things that you know do fit and do look great and that kind of thing that would get you there if you don't sit down and think about those things, you're just shopping aimlessly. And we don't want that because it's a waste of time. It's a waste of effort. It's a waste of your budget. And at the end of it, you're going to come out saying, I hate shopping even more now because I went through all this effort and I don't feel like I've accomplished my goal. So one, trust your gut a little bit more. If you don't feel confident in it, move on to the next thing, just keep trying things. Two, I would definitely sit down and think about your goals. Think about the woman you want to look like. Um, who is she? What does she wear? Is Are you comfortable in those items? Um, think about that before you start shopping. Um, so those are my two biggest tips for to keep it as vague as possible, because this is for all of podcast land, all of the ladies out there um, who are transitioning through something or going through changes or, you know, just their outlook has changed or their career or whatever it is. Um, those are my two biggest tips to trust your gut a little bit more. You know what you like. If you like it, you'll feel confident in it. It will translate into your style. And two, 
plan out your goals. Think about those big picture things so that you know you're dressing the part. Um, And of course, that part is you. So those are my big two things. Today for Trending Trendy Trends, I am going to do um, something that I keep seeing over and over again. All right, so you love that music, don't you? I know you do. Me too. (laughs) So the trend I decided to choose um, is peplums because they came in a few years, back in a few years ago. Um, you know, they, they're something that kind of always have stuck around, but they, all of a sudden you were seeing them in so many different blouses. So if you don't, first of all, if you don't know what a peplum is, you can Google peplum, P-E-P-L-U-M. We all know how great I am at spelling. So I'm, I'm, you can hear the crayon in my brain scratching out the letters I just said out loud. And I think I got it right. Um, but the peplum is just, it's basically a seam in a blouse or it can be in a dress too. It's usually, it, it's in separates usually. Um, it's a seam that usually hits right at your waist. It's a fitted top, usually hits right at your waist at the seam. And then the fabric that is sewn on below the seam has a little bit of a kick or a flare out behind it. So if you want to just Google that on your phone quick, peplum, Google image that, you will see tons of shirts that have a peplum. It came back in pretty strong. I I love a peplum on so many different shapes. Um, It can be super cute and really helpful, especially in gals that have more of a rectangle shape, um, like myself, who are looking to look like they have a little bit more of like curves, but um, need a little help (laughs) if you're kind of straight like me, and it doesn't matter what size you are in that kind of straightness. Um, But if your measurements from your bust to your waist to your hips don't change much, no matter what those measurements are, if they don't change much, sometimes a peplum can be very helpful um, in creating curves or accenting curves that you kind of almost have. Um, Something I have noticed is that a lot of what I'm calling drop peplum. I'm not sure of the actual technical term. I'm sure somebody could tell me. Um, a drop peplum is when the peplum uh, that it's it's in a looser top usually, and it is lower than your natural waist. So it's riding a little bit lower. There's still that fabric that kind of kicks out below it, the fabric that's sewed on. Sometimes there's a ruffle involved. It kicks out below it. That can be a little trickier because those tops can get a little bit boxy. Um, That's kind of, you know, doing the opposite of what I just talked about. But if you are a curvier gal, maybe the kind of boxiness, once it's on you, um, it takes on the, your curves and it, it might look really fabulous um, on a boxier person like like myself, who is already kind of a rectangle, um, similar measurements around my bust, waist and hips. Then I, you know, I don't like a drop peplum on myself. I just feel kind of odd in it. I like a peplum that hits right at the smallest point of my waist. Um which is different on everybody. So if you're a taller gal like myself, um, it's a little trickier to find a peplum that sits right at the smallest part of your waist, unless you're quite high-waisted. 
Um, and if you're on the shorter side, if you're more petite, it's also going to be hard. Um, I would definitely go to the petite section if you are petite. That doesn't mean that you are Thumbelina-sized or a ballerina shape. You're, you don't have to be Audrey Hepburn to be petite. Petite more, it, it more has to do with the ratios between your um, the measurements between your bust and hips. It's like a... Um, uh, the shortness of your torso, basically. And you can be any size and have a shorter torso. So d go into the petite section and look at peplums if you want to try it out. Um, they can also come on dresses that can be really cute to add some curves. Um, they're just still, there's just keep sticking around and sticking around, sticking around, even through the ruffle phase, they're kind of adding ruffles to them as well. Um, I've noticed that they tend not to have a um kind of a deeper they're often more boat neck tops have this peplum going on or like light scoops not so much v-necks or kind of deeper scoops so um, if you tend to be broader across the top half of you um, if you have a very big bust or wider shoulders that neckline might not be the best for you because it can create like this expansive fabric across your chest that can make you look wider on the top. If you're trying to avoid that, then um, peplum tops may not be for you just because of the neckline, not because of the peplum. Um, if you can find it with a different neckline, give it a shot. And like always, try these things on. I just had a really good friend text me and say, you know what? I tried your trending, trendy, trendy trend, the slides those slide shoes, and they did not work. I am sorry. Well, I'm here to say that is fine. Trends are a buffet. That's really okay. I know she's listening now. Hi. Um, it's a buffet, so it's okay if something doesn't work for you. I'm glad you tried it because they are awesome. I am sticking to my guns that slides are cool, but <laughs> they're not for everybody. No trend I talk about is going to be for everybody. So that's why I switch it up and try to move it around. And also lastly, the best thing about the peplum is it, if you have like a vintage flair, if you like vintage things, this is kind of a throwback to a little bit of like a curvy girl vintage flair kind of thing. It's, it's a nice throwback to that without being like, hey, I wear nothing but 1960s, which is super cute. You can totally do that too, but it might not be um, functional for everyday life. Uh, so there's little sprinkles of things you can put in your wardrobe when you love things like that. And a peplum might be one of those things. So let's move on to my mom style must have for this week. right I still giggle at that music every time it's very it's very much my life right now um, so the mom style must have this week is less one specific item or one specific shoe because I'm going to talk about shoes um, it's less one specific shoe and it's more a part of a shoe so if you've ever thought, you know, I hate heels, I can't wear heels. There is kind of a trend right now. And this, you know, could have ended up in the trending trendy trends, but I decided to put it in the mommy must haves because it can be really cute to sprinkle these over um, like a regular mom's wardrobe. 
um, is a block heel. So block heels are very in right now, very thick kind of square heels kind of popped on to everything from shoes that look almost like ballerina flats, but with a little block heel on them, um, or traditional more like pointy toe kind of heels. Um, a lot of them are on boots right now and booties. So, and sandals. I just found a pair of sandals too um, that have this block heel on it. You can find it on almost every type of shoe, basically. And if you've ever thought, you know, I tried heels before, but I hate them. I just feel wobbly. I don't know how to walk on them. Um, you can definitely try out some of these lower block heels because that's another thing. A lot of them are lower right now, which is great because it's so hard to find a mid-range heel for so long. And I struggle with it because I'm a tall lady. I mean, I know, wah. But there are some struggles that go along with being six feet tall and a woman, I promise you. Um, and one of them is I like heels, but I don't like being six five. <laughs> so, I mean, my husband's tall, but it's weird when we're eye to eye. <laughs> so a block heel is great because most of them are coming in kind of a two inch, two and a half inch range, which is a really great height for walking and running around in and still looking cute. I mean, obviously, you're probably not going to go to the park in these, um, but you could go to a school event in them. You could go, you know, I can go to the grocery store quick in these and feel really put together and cute, but super comfortable because one, they are very stable. Like, think of it just physically. It's you're not wobbling around. You're not um, you're not using the muscles that are constantly trying to stabilize you on top of a stiletto kind of heel or even like even a shorter kitten heel. Um, when they're tinier heels, you and the heels that most women think of when you say the word heels and they go, no, thank you. No, um, you're usually thinking of kind of a very thin, tiny pointy heel, a stiletto, but they come in all ranges now. There's a block heel that's in fashion right now that is going to be super stabilizing. It basically feels just like you're walking on any other shoe. You're not stabilizing yourself constantly, but you just are, your foot's at a tiny bit of an angle. And um, good news for anybody who has bigger feet, like myself, um, when you think about it, it, just doing the math, your foot, because it's longer, it's at less of an overall angle than someone who has a smaller foot. So a smaller foot, think of it, I mean, you can draw a diagram for yourself. I don't know the mathematical terms, but the smaller foot you have, let's say you're wearing a three inch heel, the angle is going to be more uh, severe for you than somebody wearing a three inch heel that has a longer foot. Promise you, if you draw the picture, I'll, I'll just put it on the blog, guys. <laughs> so if you have big feet and you've never tried heels because you think you can't find them or you think they're, you know, too hard to walk in, I promise you it's going to be easier for you. And it's also going to be easier because a lot of block heels are in right now and they're on everything. And so I think it's a mommy must have just because, you know, sometimes you want a special pair of shoes, but you want to be comfortable. You want to be able to go to that school event or whatever and be able to break into a sprint quickly to keep a kid from, I don't know, running into the gym and emptying all the basketballs onto the court. 
It's just something I thought of. It's never happened to me, guys. Oh, or pressing a fire alarm. That's never happened either. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you want to be able to still move and be comfortable and be able to stand for them in them for a long period of time. Um, but you still want to look put together and cute. I would try a pair of these block heels. I'll put a picture of my favorite on Instagram um, tomorrow. So that'll be Friday. Um, I'll put a pair of my favorites on there and show you what I'm talking about. Um, and also on the blog. So don't forget that you can always find a blog post that matches up. Now I'm going to be honest, I'm running a little behind. So if you listen to this on Thursday night, March 15th, 2018, the blog post is not done yet. Sorry. But I usually try to get them done within the week that I, I publish the podcast. So it's there for you to go back to. And a lot of people listen to podcasts later. Um, so if you are into podcasts and know somebody who isn't, you should start suggesting them, suggesting that they try out podcasts because it's a great way to fill some time and feel like you've done something and feel like you're kind of connecting with humanity without actually <laughs> getting out of your car. If you spend a lot of time in your car, that kind of thing. It doesn't have to be my podcast. Just tell people about podcasts because it betters the whole community if we can get some more um, fresh ears on things. So check out the blog post. If you need more style help yourself, don't forget that in the Portland area, I do personal styling sessions, shopping, shopping your closet, shopping for you, um, and going through closets and cleaning them out. Do that too. Um, but I also have an e-course for anyone who is out there in the world who wants a little bit more help, but needs a little bit of a leg up and needs it to be affordable. The e-course is $79 right now. And through March, 2018, um, um, there is a discount code. I almost never have discount codes on my e-course because it's really, really affordable already, guys. It's two and a half hours and you get to watch it over and over and over again. It talks about mind, getting your mind right, mindset for style, um, learning how to shop, learning how to clean out your closet. Well, clean out your closet first before you shop. I got it swapped around. And then tips for styling yourself at home um, without a style and kind of trusting your gut like I was talking about earlier. So totally go check out that e-course. There is a free preview online. Um, you can just go to mystyleclass.com slash e-course to check that out. All right, guys, I hope you have a really good weekend. I know I will. I will talk to you on Monday. Bye. Thanks for listening to Style Class Podcast. If you'd like more information about my e-course that you can do at home in your pajamas or any upcoming events, head to mystyleclass.com. You can also follow me on Instagram or Facebook at mystyleclass for daily inspiration. If you love this podcast, please review it and subscribe so it automatically shows up in your feed. If you're interested in private sessions in the Portland, Oregon area or virtual sessions from anywhere in the world, you can head to mystyleclass.com.